0: We are back in the studios here. Together at at last. Oh, boy. Together Uh, for Maybe I need to take another four weeks off. (laughs) That that has been, uh, it has been four weeks since the El Pastor. The four longest weeks of pain have uh, been uh, not not in the same studio. You were gone two weeks. I was gone two weeks. We just I went couldn't see my up. family. Is that okay? Uh, yes. Do I not have a family? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then I went, what
1: else do I do? Oh, I went to Phoenix for the Life Teen yeah. Youth Ministry Conference. Yeah. Then then saw my family. You. I was on vacation one week. You saw uh, your fishing. family. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then you've been. I don't remember Just visiting.
1: Yeah. You've had some out of town weddings. Yeah.
0: Yeah, oh, that's what it was. It was that yeah. wedding in, in uh, Dallas, in McKinney, Texas, yeah. that got one week, and then the next week was something else going on. Well, so, yeah, made it hard to get
1: us on the same page. Or in the same studio. In the same place. Yeah. And then we got all these new roommates. What the heck? Oh, oh, new priests. Yeah. yeah oh, this, yeah, yeah. This Father a, James Porter. High new, maintenance, uh, man. What? The high maintenance? So we have these two. I'm going to steal their joke um, b- before they can say it on the air, because- cuz I can cuz I have a radio show and they don't. Um so we have two each at Father Carey and I each have a new associate pastor. Um uh, so my associate pastor is Father Robert Healy okay. who came here from Broken Arrow. He's been here, you know, 2 weeks. Is do, is doing great. I mean, we love I love having him.
0: Um yeah, and then yeah. Father Carey you have I have uh Father James Porter who came from uh St. Also from Broken Arrow, but yeah, just parish. A yep. couple yep. parishes down the road. So we're
1: used to, at St. Francis Xavier. We're used to having an associate pastor, which we've had for the last three years. Father Carey is not used to the students uh-huh. of St. John's. Are not they have doubled, literally doubled the number of priests that will be in and around the OSU campus. This is the first time in A history. One hundred percent increase four, four in priests. priests in one town. Well, so our uh, our associate pastors, Father Healy and Father Porter, mm-hmm. um, they think they're hilarious, but they're not. They think they're so funny. Go on. because they said they were going to start uh, a a, comp- a competitive uh, radio show and podcast called Associate Pastors of Pain. <laughs> but don't let them. <laughs> don't people, people of God, do not let them. They, they are not funny like that? we are. <laughs> they are not charming like we are. Oh, holy, holy. They maybe, are maybe super less, less way holy. less holy. <laughs> um they have nothing good to say so anyway don't let them don't don't revolt we we will smash the competition (laughs) the associate Um,
0: pastors of if they try
1: to start this what we're going to do we will load them up with so much work (laughs) they will do all the weddings all the baptisms all the funerals all all the sunday masses they're going to do all my funerals (laughs) uh all the marriage prep all of the baptismal prep, all of the teaching, <laughs> RCIA, all of the evangelization, we will load them up and they will have no time, no bandwidth for <laughs> a Thank competitive you. radio show. Well, but we are glad to to have them. So we'll, we'll we'll have them on the show, I don't know, at some point, August or September. We'll kind of let them let them get settled and and get to know people. But I've I've really enjoyed our our house has changed. The rectory is... Holy cow. So we have... So it's Father Carey and I, which it has been, and then Father Healy and Father Porter. Porter. And then we have two seminarians. Mm-hmm. So Marcus Lyons is here till the end of July. Well, that's coming up soon. Kyle Dowd is here all year. So he's going to be here till, till May 2023. So we have six rooms in our house. All six are full. Yes. So we have this wedding... Coming up this this weekend, where there's going to be like all these priests in from out of town, from Kansas uh-huh. Uh-huh. and all kinds of places. And we had said like, "Wow, this would be great. We'll be able to put you know two or three of them." Nope, nope, nope. They're not. I don't know where they're staying, but they're not staying with us. Staying in a storm cellar down in the basement. <laughs> we don't have a basement. So they can live they in the in the guest bathroom. <laughs> um, anyway, it's just it's been awesome. Just like you know, you kind of come home and there's. Kind of guys sitting there's around just, we're we kind of catch up on the day. They were
0: playing board games the other night at the dinner table. I have never listened to this.
1: People, they. I walked in the other night. What was that? It was Tuesday. I don't know. I forget. Anyway, I come in, and there is straight up parcheesi <laughs> being played at I, our kitchen table. I had, I had not heard. A, no. I had not seen a parcheesi board. Parcheesi. Now, there's probably college students listening to this right now saying, What's "What is parcheesi?" Anyway, look it up. Look it up. Um, there was a, There's. There's going to be risk being played. Oh, um, I'm going to move pieces in the middle of the night. I'm just. I'm just excited to have some people to watch sp- <coughs> sports. Yeah. and Shark Tank with. <laughs> um. Anyway, it's great. It's great. And I love our new. Uh, our new schedule. You know, we changed around our daily mass schedule, so we actually have more mass, but it's now at a. At a time, I just. I, I now have like a morning routine. Whoa! And never did before because we always had we had mass times at all these different. Um, anyway, I'm. It's it's just good, it's good,
0: it is good that we are here. It is. Yeah. Well, well, it's a. Uh, yeah, we are. Uh, we don't really. I mean, we got summer stuff going on at Saint John, and the construction project's going on. For and, real, that's uh, a lot. Yeah, and there's you guys a lot. are
1: gearing up. Yeah, new, there's a. Lot. You got new missionaries coming in. New missionaries
0: coming in, and so the. And then Father Porter, we're all gonna have, we'll have new mass times. Well, Um, we'll have an additional mass time. We'll have morning mass when. uh, So there are going to
1: be on most days four daily masses in the city of Stillwater. Stillwater. As we have said with confessions for years, we now have confession six days a week. As do you guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your if you want to go to confession, and you don't, no. Let me back up. (laughs) If if you were to say there's just no there's just no time or uh i just can't find a mass that fits my schedule you're you're in the wrong town you're a liar <laughs> you're in the wrong wrong um, town so we have really i mean really and this is this comes out of um both you know i mean our 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 personal devotion i mean as priests to the, to the eucharist how central the eucharist is to who we are uh huh uh, as, the, as we say frequently the, it's the source and the summit of the Christian life. Oh well we're going someplace and here. then in the in the the, 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 the the bishops of the United States um, in response to kind of survey data in response to you know basically I mean you know the church, the, the Catholic Church in the. US um, you know we we've, we've faced some difficulties and hard times and and, and so basically we're kind of, we're just saying as a as the bishops, as the priests as the parishes of the United States we're saying let's get
0: back to the basics. Um, we, uh, Luke and Bach, Texas. What? The ba- that's the line right before it. Let's get back to the basics of life,
1: and um, then he starts off with
0: Luke, Luke, and Bach, Texas. What is that song? With and Willie and the boys. But you're saying to get back to the basics of
1: just what the are Eucharist. we? What are we about? What are we? What are we doing? Uh huh. When Jesus at the Last Supper on that Holy Thursday, when He said, "Do this in memory of me," um. There's a lot of other important things in the church, but we gotta get back to mm-hmm. the basics. So what we've decided to do uh, over the next, I don't know, several months, years. Yes, we're gonna talk about the Eucharist a lot. Uh-huh. So not every episode um, we we've had it we had a request and we may do this maybe next week. Uh, to do a show on uh, to, on the question of did did Jesus have oh. brothers and sisters? <laughs> That's
0: Landon and uh, Neely Weber's question. And they... I,
1: and people ask that all the time. So maybe we could we could we could we'll, go, we'll come up. around to that. But today we just we just want to talk about the the Eucharist and kind of like specific practices that help or hinder devotion. Love. to... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Counter. Um. So so really, I think it starts with and this does not matter where you live or uh-huh. what parish you go to, it starts with making making the time. So the Eucharist is available in the sense of uh, whether at, at Mass to receive the Eucharist or in adoration. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's kind of two kinds, I don't know, I think sometimes people, there's like adoration of the Blessed Sacrament sort of takes two forms. Uh, it, when sometimes we have Uh, the 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 Eucharist, Jesus Himself, the bread of life, the bread from heaven. We have the Eucharist exposed (coughs) on on the altar, Um, so we call that like exposition. The the Eucharist is exposed, but then and and people like that. You know, you can you can like see the host, you can see Jesus. There he is. Um, But then there's also adoration of just going to a Catholic church where the Eucharist is present, and. And it's not the Eucharist is not, he's not exposed on the altar. But you're still that's still in adoration. the tabernacle, presence. Yes, yes. Yeah. So there's sort of taking the but anyway, so so first and foremost, is for any for any for any Catholic, any person desiring a deeper relationship with the Eucharist, like you have to make time. hmm You have to make time for Sunday Mass. You just you just do. Uh you have to make time, um, if you can. Not required. Sunday mass required, an obligation, um, but but mass during the week, you know. So we're trying to offer that a lot. It's in two different places in Stillwater at you know at multiple times. You know we have at St. Francis Xavier a midday mass Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, twelve ten. Um, we now have um, evening offerings Tuesday and Thursday at five thirty, Wednesday at six p.m. in Spanish, and we also have a Saturday morning mass at nine o'clock. So the the opportunities are there but you got to but you got to want it. You got to you got to put it in your schedule. You got to build you got to build your day around it. Um, so you know if you're used to leaving work at oh I leave work usually 5 5:30 6. Well if you're going to come to that 5:30 mass, you got to leave work at at 5. Yeah. Or 5:15. You got to make that a priority. Get your stuff done so you can get out of there. And get to the most important part of your day, which is
0: the Holy Mass. Okay, I, I'm smelling what you're stepping, in, and I'm listening. I yeah. have th- I have three questions oh. now based on uh, ba- based on what you just said. Okay, so three I, questions. Okay, and I'm, a, yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna time no. you. I'm gonna time you. I'm gonna Maybe. time you. I got I got my timer set on oh, my watch. Being timed. Okay, you ready? Ready? And I'm gonna give you one minute on each of these. Oh my gosh! Okay, one minute on each before. of these. Okay. You say Eucharist. Define the Eucharist. Go in one
1: minute. Hit it. The Eucharist is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ that is present to us uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit and the words of the priest at the Mass. Uh, uh-huh. It is uh-huh. It is under the appearances of bread and wine. It is Jesus. uh We can look at him in the Eucharist. Mm -hmm. We can receive him for those in full communion with the Catholic Church and who are not aware of, not in a state of mortal sin or grave sin. um, He can be received. Um, We call the Eucharist the bread of life, the bread from heaven, uh, the sacrament of sacraments, the sacrament most holy. (sighs) Okay, that was 47 seconds. Look up John 6. Look okay. up the Gospels mm-hmm. to where Jesus talks about, uh, where the Gospels talk about the the Last Supper. Do this in memory of me. This is my body given for you. Okay. Now, you ready? Oh, boy. I know. That was good. Good <laughs> work. Good work. Oh, okay. my goodness.
0: Uh, yeah, that was pretty darn okay. excellent. Okay. So that's the Eucharist. Okay. Yep. Yep. Now, you said that people, like, you have to put it in your time. Yep. You put time towards spending make time a, with Jesus in the Holy Spirit. Yep. Okay. Why do they need the Eucharist? Oh. And okay. Hold on. Five, four, three. I'm going to allow you to get your catechism wait out. Wait a minute. Of it.
1: Okay. Wait. Don't start. Don't start. Let okay. Me get, why let me get do to we? 6, I
0: mean, because that's John an important 6. question. Like, why do we need the Eucharist? What is it about the Eucharist that oh. is? Why, I mean, like, okay, Jesus gives us this. Okay. Yep. You ready? And yep. go. Okay. just minute. So
1: uh, the Gospel of John, chapter 6. So, oh, yes. It's not, this is not my opinion. Uh, let me quote Jesus <laughs> uh, who says, this is John, John chapter 6. I'm going to jump around a little bit. Um, Jesus says, I am the bread that came down from heaven. Uh, Jesus says, no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draw him. Okay. And I will raise him on the last day. Jesus okay. said, John 6, um, your ancestors ate the man in the desert, but they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat it and not die. So there's Whoa. there's a motivation. Why do you need to not die to have <laughs> eternal life? Um, Jesus says, uh, verse fifty one, John six. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. Whoa. Okay. And the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. Uh, Jesus says, verse fifty four. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and I will raise him on the last day. So, I mean, motivation is is, is eternal life. Okay. Uh, He says, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. Oh, okay. That's a good motivator. I want to be close to Jesus. I want Jesus to be close to me. So who is close? Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood. Um, Finally...
0: Well, you're past a minute. You're a minute and 23 seconds.
1: So there's a lot going on here. Uh, Oh, okay. This is still John Uh, chapter 6.
0: he says,
1: uh, as a result of this, many of his disciples returned to their former way of life and no longer accompanied him. Jesus then said to the 12, do you also want to leave? Simon Peter answered him, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you
0: are, are the Holy One of God? Okay, that's that's two minutes. And that was John you co- chapter okay. six. So in... you quoted You quoted the the Good God Jesus. Why? Like why we need the why we need the yeah, Eucharist, which means the, simply the Eucharist Thanksgiving is
1: divine life. And I don't know about you, but when I try to do things on my own, uh, they stink.
0: <laughs> they stink
1: um, because uh, things that happen under. Sort of my own power or my own direction uh, are not necessarily divinely inspired. But when I am close to the Lord, how do I get close to the Lord? You know, this is not a, um, the Lord is not abstract. The Lord is not, this is not a sort of a thing way out there that I am constantly looking for. Like God has revealed Himself in a particular way, He's revealed Himself to us in the second person of the Trinity, Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ gathered with His apostles and celebrated the Last Supper, and said, "Do this in memory of Me. This is My body given for you. Um, take this, all of you, and eat it." Like so, He gave us
0: Himself, and then He says, Matthew twenty-eight, "I I will be with you always until the end." Of time. Yeah. I, I, two two other reasons I'll throw them out there why we need the Eucharist. One, Please. because it's Exodus food. Ooh. How do you get free from sin? You eat the Exodus food. And that is what the Passover meal that Jesus is doing is. It is the Exodus. Uh, and I think the other one uh, that we talk about is it's, it's manna. He refers to it in John chapter 6 as, I am the manna that has come down yeah, from bread, heaven. Bread from heaven. And yeah. what is manna? Manna is f- manna. is Food for the journey. Yep. It helps you get to the promised land. Uh, so we have that as well. Uh, so what do you? What? Anything else? Why we need uh, the Eucharist? Um, just to, to stay holy. Because I got two more questions for you. I got two. I'm yeah, a, I'm I mean a, to be. I, I'm a Christian, right? Yeah.
1: Which means I am. I I aspire to be like Christ and Christ has given himself to us to eat. Yeah. I can I can have Christ in me in every cell of my body mm. from consuming him in the Eucharist. Yeah. That's why I need him.
0: Okay, ba- so based on your statement, yeah. uh, I'm just going to keep going. I got All right, I going. got two more questions. Okay. Why oh, so with this Eucharistic renewal, mm-hmm. and you say people like Locking away time,
1: revival. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, what what is it to start a fire of divine love in us? Why? Okay, and the reason why they're doing this is because there's this loss of Eucharistic zeal or faith. Why do you think there's a loss of faith in the Eucharist that Jesus is truly present, body, blood, soul, and divinity, in the bread and the wine at Mass and in the tabernacle? Why do you think there's a loss of faith? In that in America uh, or around the world? Yeah, as, I think
1: that. I think a lot of. I mean, there's a number of things. I think a lot of. I mean, really, I just think people are really distracted. Okay. Um, I think people as a as a people, we're not focused mm-hmm. on the most important things. Um, I just had a, had a conversation recently with somebody of just like, what like what are your, what are your priorities? You know, um, where. What what you know? What's number one, and is it? It you know, if it's your job or your hobby, then your priorities are going to be out of whack, and the Eucharist is not going to be important. Mm-hmm. Um, if you said, should I go to work or should I go to mass? Well, I, I mean, ideally, you'd go to mass because that's mo- that's more important. Anyway, so I think people people number one, I think people are just really really more than ever in the history of the world are distracted. Um, I think the other thing that gets in the way of our devotion to the Eucharist and just our faith in God is sin. Um when we Ooh. when we sin, uh-huh. when we have sin or when we're living a sinful lifestyle, um which can take many many forms, uh it 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 distracts us. It you know, Aquinas talks about, you know, it like it darkens darkens oh, the yeah. intellect, it darkens the will, darkens the so when when someone is so used to like a pattern of sin a lifestyle of sin then they're going to be they're not going to be looking oh, yes. to god for for answers and so that requires you know a conversion of heart a recognition of sin a, a a confession of sin and the and the forgiveness of that sin nice uh so i think that's uh that's a factor uh i think our culture is not is not helping you know let I me mean, talk about distraction and we're just kind of live in a culture of distraction we live in a culture that is not centered on Christ that's not um you know i think in the, in the old days like there w- there was sort of this uh, like a river uh going towards god and you could just sort of get in it and it w- and the culture would <laughs> the, paddle the, cu- the culture would like kind of take you i think that's the culture like me you know that, may- that perhaps you know kind of our parents you know grew up yeah. in like everybody was kind of going in
0: this direction. Was it a, was it can, a, could would you say it was a river going up a creek without a paddle?
1: No. No, that's <laughs> what we are now. So now the the river is going the other way. Uh-huh. You know, and so now we're uh, I think people of faith are trying to swim uh, you know upstream. Um and it's just it's just a lot harder. You have to be a lot stronger. You have to be a lot more intentional. Um you know, to sort of go with the to go with the river, you just get in your little get in your little canoe and and you know you paddle might along. you might paddle yeah, a little bit. But you float. But to go upstream You, you gotta know. have some swole yeah. lats. Yeah, you better be you better you better be doing some bicep curls. Anyway, so I think all of those things come into play that make our devotion to the Eucharist harder. Um I think the other thing is is kind of a um a dichotomy, you might say, uh, I think what a lot of people um, just between, between science and faith, mm. I think a lot of people uh, don't do not see those that's dumb. as, compa- as compatible. No, they no, yeah I mean uh, and I really do I, and I think I think the Catholic Church, <clears throat> I, I don't want to be dramatic, but like we seem to be like the only people I think I don't know who get it. Well or who, who like who hold the hold both like science is so good. Science, you know, I mean, science can do bad, but like, science is so good and like shows us God. I mean, the, the the um those images like this week of like from the NASA telescope. Oh yeah, that's crazy! Like all those galaxies and stuff, you know. And like, and we've said this before, but like, the, like the Vatican, we have an obs- we have an observatory. Like we take science seriously. The Big Bang theory, Catholic priest, the founder of modern genetics, Catholic priest. Like, we know science. Um, the fa- you know, who, who founded, like, the modern university? The Catholic Church did. And, so, you know, in and, and, and which there was science and English and sort of all of those disciplines. And so when you talk about the Eucharist, like, a lot of people, you know, sort of see it as, like, anti-scientific or... So I think that's another, that's another distraction to people trying to live their faith, is they see religion and science as being in conflict. Uh-huh. Whoa!
0: Okay, uh, great answer. Yeah. Okay. 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 Here, here. Hey, thanks. Here's number four. This this may get a little heated, but I think you'll like us. Politicians. Why are certain bishops? Oh. publicly yeah. stating yeah. to politicians, you may not receive the Holy Eucharist in my diocese, yep. and because they're the bishop of an individual, saying to them like, "Hey, you." Um, you probably shouldn't be receive. You shouldn't be receiving holy communion. Do not communion, right? yourself, yeah, for holy communion, um, because
1: because it's a. Uh, I mean, the word that we that gets thrown around is it's it's eucharistic incoherence. Mm, go um, ahead. So let's ta- take take take. I've put, never heard that phrase. Put the politicians aside, and that is if I am. Let's just say, um, somebody in our in in my parish or yours um, is a mass murderer. Whoa. Okay. Um. They. And they come to mass on Sunday. They're and they're an unrepentant mass murderer. Oh, um, they frequently kill people. Oh, um, they steal, they lie, they cheat, they and they kill people. And then they come to mass, and you see them go up and receive holy communion. And you know they're unrepentant, and they they're publicly unrepentant. Okay. Right? We all have sins. Um, but those sins, you know, we don't we don't advertise them for everybody. But in this case, it's well known. It's well known. Um, wh- what are we saying about the Eucharist? So, so St. Paul says, for in Corinthians, he says, um, I'm paraphrasing here. But if you basically, if you, if you eat, if you eat the body of the Lord, if you eat the body of the Lord, uh uh-huh. and are you know and are aware of uh, grave sin, un- sort of unrepentant sin. Um, it's a sacrilege. Oh, First Corinthians eleven. It's a sacrilege, yeah. And so when we get into kind of politicians, Catholic politicians who who publicly state it's not—they're not struggling with it. <laughs> um, I run into people all the time on on a whole bunch of things, and they say, you know, Gosh, Father, like I'm really like I'm really struggling with the church's teaching on this. Like, and I say to them, like Keep struggling. Well, should I should I not receive communion? No, I think I think you should receive communion. Keep struggling with it. Let's keep talking about, more, it, keep study, about it. Learn more, study, pray. But I think with with some of the politicians, like they're they're not, and the whole and the, I mean the 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 recent like Dobbs uh, decision in the Supreme Court brought it out even more. They're kind of doubling down. No, I do believe that uh, like abortion is a is a human right. Um, they're they're actively doing things to make abortion
0: more. Um, oh, you're saying previously they said, "Well, it's the law of the land," so yeah, I got it. So yeah, yeah,
1: and and so it's a it's a eucharistic incoherence. You're saying See I believe. The true
0: colors uh, Yeah. I mean, it just things
1: become more clear um, when you know now it's like in Oklahoma, you know state of Oklahoma, like abortion is illegal. Like praise God, right? Yeah, amen. Um, and so for so for a Catholic to stand up and say, um, Publicly, and like, oh, and like on national television, and over and over and over again, I am a faithful Catholic. I am um, a devout Catholic, as some have said. And, and I also believe that unborn children, that it's okay to kill unborn children. And not just okay, but I'm going to actively... Promote it? I'm going like, to actively promote it and, and bring put it in place them. laws that make it easier. That's not okay. That's not okay. That is Eucharistic
0: incoherence. You're, rese- um, you're trying. You're saying well, that this person maybe doesn't know what they're receiving, like in Jesus and the Holy Eucharist, or they think it's just a piece of round bread, or it's a symbol, and it's like they're part of the church because yeah. of
1: this. Well, it's just it's it's separating our religious practice from the rest of our week. And that's not okay.
0: Oh, like, uh, what was that? Faith in the public square, uh, John Richard Newhouse would say. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, keep your church in church, but don't bring it out in the public square. Yeah,
1: which is not what we believe. We believe that our, our Sunday worship and the reception of, of Holy Communion ought to inform every other aspect of our life. And so if someone is aware, whether a politician or, you know, a random parishioner of ours, if someone is aware that they've committed... A, a grave sin or mortal sin those people also whether it's me or you or somebody else we ought not present ourselves for holy communion until that sin has been confessed so in the case of a catholic politician um not only not only do does i do i think they need to go to sacramental confession um but because the the sin has been so public yeah there but, needs to be a public
0: Re- Affirmation repentant. of the opposite, and so that's, yeah, what these, that's what
1: those bishops are are asking for. Um, Sounds like they're they're wanting them to get help. Well, and, and really, and I think, <laughs> and I think, you know, in the case like in San Francisco, Archbishop Cordelione, um, like he he has said, this is, I'm not, I want, I want my yeah. my person, I want my parishioner to 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 come and to receive Holy Communion, um, but under the right circumstances, right? If, if, if there if there's repentance. Uh, because to not do that is to commit a sacrilege. It's to give a bad example, really, and to give scandal and, to, to others.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's why I asked you these questions, because you started off by saying, this is divine life. It's not just a small piece of round bread. Yep. It is Jesus present there, body, blood, soul, and divinity right. in the whole Eucharist. And right. it changes us. Right. And the Lord Jesus wants it to yeah. and help us along the way to the journey of the kingdom of yep. God. So, bam, Bob's your uncle. Whew. That's it. <laughs> That means apparently you're. So, it's all done. Is that what you're that saying that, that, That's I got it in my He's head the kids other day. These days, no, it's not. Um, it's so anyway,
1: we're gonna we're gonna talk more about this as we go along. Um, just the the idea of eucharistic coherence, oh, yeah. eucharistic incoherence, living our faith, receiving. The Lord Jesus uh, in the Eucharist, spending time with him. Anyway, more and the the revival in our lives. We got to do it. We got to do it. And we're going to try to lead the way. And I hope you'll come along for the ride. Oh, yeah. Okay. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for joining us. God bless you. Peace.